What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy Studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is the return of the Mac. Gooch is in the building. What's going on, bro? How you feeling? You all right? Everything yeah, cool? I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm a little run down from the weekend. If you want to call it a weekend, it, it extended into the week. But yeah, man, I'm struggling. 40 years old, snowboarding. Not <laughs> the best have, idea, but... I'm yeah, back. You beating know. off a little bit more uh, it was, than you It was chew. more than the snowboarding that I just couldn't bear, but we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into Great trip, s- though, nonetheless. Good, good. I'm glad you had a good time. We had uh, Scoop in here the last two days. I want to thank Scoop for his contributions. You can check out Scoop each and every Friday with a, or I would say each and every Friday, but they've run into so many problems over the course of their first like month and a half of being with us. Um, you can check out Scoop, uh, Scoop and his cousin Vinny over at the Cross Court Cast. Um, uh yes kyle's got jokes already who's the dude on the right and where's scoop yeah exactly what what did you do with scoop so we had a great time me and scoop uh definitely did topics that i know that i can only get away with scoop uh because if we did like movies with you it would just be like that movie sucked well there's probably like two good movies out of the 10 that you guys named well although i would have done the thing a little different i would just let you pick the movies because i don't really have a top 10 i've only liked three movies in my entire life <laughs> so sports movies are technically are typically bad i think they're okay. overdone and over dramatic but i would just rip your list to shreds i'm not going to do that now yeah, do uh, that. maybe i'll talk shit to you afterwards yeah sure why not i'll spare the people um but anyway so it is also dina in the house uh a4 is in the house also working diligently on all of the uh the intern responsibilities um, lots to get into today. Uh, I definitely, like I said, I'm, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're upright. There was times that I did worry that, that you might've, you know, ran into a tree. I don't know. Like I, I just, there was times and, and I, some- I have, I don't understand, I guess, like service, you know, like, I don't know how much service you had. Well, yeah, you're on I the got, mountains, you're I got, I got one of the, back um, anyway. I'm not going to call it like the Metro PCS. It's a, it's, it's not <laughs> Verizon. All right. Metro okay. piece of shit. We'll call it. But yeah, I was just stuck on well, the map. Yeah. I don't fucking, I don't, I refuse to get into a contract. And this was like three years ago. And oh honestly, God. I've always thought. I knew that's why Ashley answered and you didn't. I was like, yeah, not getting yeah any I text. wasn't getting any service. No, I was, I saw your text because we were on the way when you texted me, but then I was busy. We ended up renting skis for me instead of snowboard. A snowboard. So when we got there, we had a big issue. Dina, we have it. We have it. There's there's oh, breaking no, no, footage no. here. Bring it up. There he is. Oh, Sean White himself, ladies and gentlemen. Looking, Dad, I can't see too well. Is that Sean White bro, snowboarding? The only issue I have with this picture, which I mean, <laughs> I have several issues with this picture, but I'll start off by saying I one look, glove. We're Michael Jackson. <laughs> I look fucking European as fuck. All right. <laughs> I look like I'm straight <laughs> off of the Swiss Alps in this one. Oh, my goodness. And this is probably right after. If you look really close, you could see that I have a big bruise on my asshole in this picture. And maybe I can't say asshole. <laughs> a bruised sphincter. All right. But, yeah, man, I fell on my ass a couple times. I had two really bad falls. The real issue, and this is my excuse for not being up to par, mm-hmm. is that we were originally supposed to go on Sunday. We ended up dropping the ball and i say we i mean me i never i never reserved our lift tickets for sunday so we had to push everything back to monday which is why i wasn't able to do the graphics which i never even told you until now but what ended up happening <laughs> was as i'm scrambling what ended up happening morning, was like, all I, I did for two days was smoke weed and eat a ton of food we went out to eat that's basically what you do when you go away you just eat a lot so by the time monday rolled around i was just a fat piece of shit mm. and i was Technically, just rolling down the mountain. I really wasn't snowboarding. <laughs> Somebody pushed this. We got on the bunny hill to just to get a feel for it, and I fell like eleven times. It was not steep enough, if that makes sense. I just couldn't get anywhere. Literally, like you're stuck in a snowboard, and I'm like, all right, now how? Now what? <laughs> now what how I am do? I supposed to get over there? 
Yeah. Um, but once I got on the actual mountain, it was good. I was actually impressed with how I hadn't done it in 10 years. I've only done it twice before that in my life. And I did well. You know, I you can I see was... by the picture, I'm leaning forward. Yeah. If anybody leans forward on a snowboard, you know that they at least have a slight understanding of it, even though I did fall I think, a bunch. I think I got a snowboard once for Christmas when I was a kid, and I just, I never used it. I was like, I just, I was like, I'm not built for this. Uh, <laughs> you know, my weight started to gain around sixth grade. So if it was after that, Forget it. My fat ass ain't going down the Bro, hill. And we I, have a great hill in the back of my dad's yard. That's where I practice. Was that was snowboarding? It? No, I'm oh. saying for sledding. And yeah, stuff. you just stand on the sled and do like the surfboard down it until no, you get I about. Sit on it. Oh, God. sit on the Bro, sled. Where's your I'm adventure? A... Where's your adventure? That's probably why I have a you know my litany is? of injuries. We had a uh, <laughs> we have a um, a, sta uh, a staircase that goes down to the basement um, in my dad's backyard, and we we uh, left it open. I was like I don't know eight, maybe seven. My brother was like five or six. We would just go sledding every winter, right? And so there's a big snowstorm. It might have even been the storm in 96. Who knows? Maybe I was 10. Um, but we're going down the hill, and my brother is on a sleigh and or sled or whatever the hell you call it. I'm not saying sleigh. sleigh. What is um, this, 1920? Yeah, right. Fuck, he <laughs> went sleigh riding in the ones. Great Depression. So, no, he, he goes sliding down, and everybody sees the trajectory of where he's going to go. He's going to run right into a tree, right? So my dad, as a hero that he is, jumps in front of my brother to deflect him Right. Which are like, oh, my God, he just saved the day. But he deflected him towards the downward, uh, the downstairs. And Danny <laughs> went straight down into the basement and crashed into the, the laundry. And, he uh, is awesome. and he's alive. And he's alive. <laughs> my brother's been through some shit. He is the Mick yeah, Foley no. of, of, of things. growing like, up, just goes growing up in the in the ghetto of Colonia. I've I've had a few issues like sleigh riding down by the high school. Yeah. I watched Walter asking snap his ankle in half. Also, I will mention that it was slightly embarrassing going down the mountain and having my girlfriend like go like 40 yards and then she's, turn around and wait for me. In front of you. Yeah, bro. She, I was like, did you? She was like one of those people that knows how to ski uphill. She, she hustled you. Yeah, no. She, no, she, she, you she, basically told like, me she hadn't done it in a while either. And I expected, like, I'm worried. I'm like, you know, it's a winter fit. sport. She <laughs> wouldn't she be caught dead out in the cold weather, things like that. But luckily for her it was 65 degrees on the mountain unlucky for me because i was a dripping fat mess like i had mentioned <laughs> earlier but no it was a great time i, I would love to do it good, again good, good and now good. with the knowledge that i have i'll probably only fall five times instead according of to jimmy dominate. according to jimmy palumbo not in the chat right now but he said now it's a crazy almost a prerequisite that any employee of job sports has to go skiing before uh march 15th so obviously he went you went now i gotta go like dina's gotta go yeah. Eight, four to the top of the hill it is um, it's it's you ever gone skiing and you're good with it uh so I've, I've never been skiing before but everyone has told me like oh you skate you play hockey you skiing it's would come second natural nature to you. yeah maybe so, you never know I, i've Dina, never ever never no no i have right. the same yeah. issue or at least i did i'm i'm getting better at it now with the snowboard mm -hmm. but I, I know how to st start I know mm -hmm. how to go, but mm -hmm. stopping is the major issue. And how do I? How do I go? You know, do I, I just gotta going? board myself if I'm if I'm ice skating. <laughs> for the hockey fans out there, no, I, I boarding do, yourself. I, I know how to ice skate. That's for sure. Uh, we're gonna get a lot into uh, a lot of stuff today. Obviously, uh, Rogers on the Pat McAfee show, the MLB lockout up uh, stuff progress. There's a big. I found it to be big. JJ Redick has all of a sudden become a personality now on, on all these shows, and he said a little bit of something something about Zion Williamson. Uh, which will lead us to the meat and potatoes of today's episode, which we want to go over the biggest uh, bus in uh, pro sports history. But before That's we such get a, such a cookie cutter topic, I That's know. how you know we're in the dog days. Yeah, we are of, in the dog of, days of, uh, I mean, like preseason. We were expecting some franchise tags to get slapped yeah, we right expect now. Yeah, some kind of news. And, and maybe things are happening as we're going. But 
No franchise tags yet. We'll get into the Packers it'll, situation. It'll come out at 12. Yeah, 12.06. <laughs> that's true. It'll come out at 12. You're right. Uh, before we get into all that, we do got to say support for Chop Sports Daily is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, Manscaped re uh, recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their exclusive offer, 20% off uh, free worldwide shipping anywhere, even on the mountain. So we could have shipped you something from Manscaped had you have needed Bro, I it. I brought my shit. I was going to say, you brought your performance yeah, the package. aerodynamics down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Um, yeah, so trust uh, that there's, what I say, 4 million men who trust it, 8 million uh, balls out there that are uh, responsible for the performance package 4.0 has arrived inside the package. You'll find the lawnmower 4.0, which you used the other day in the office, cut off half your arm. Uh, but you realize, oh, no, it no, no, it didn't cut off half my arm. There is it reduces the risk of Nick, so I did not have to worry about cutting <laughs> off my arm. But all the hairs on that's my what arm, I meant. Your arm, they're gone. Hair, they're yes, gone. they're gone. Um, it's a fourth generation trimmer, so they're, they're, they're running this through the mill to make sure everything's perfect. They do have advanced skin, uh, skin safe technology, so it reduces the terrible accidents. Nobody wants to cut your balls open. 400 LED, 400K LED lights, so you can literally shave in the dark, right? We've agreed that this is a good idea. No. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> not a good idea. Still no, Dave. No it, more it, messing no, up it the helps. bathroom. It helps. It helps. Yeah, I, did well, it. I mean, it's like, precision. You less get, like, lit, we'll call it. It was less, less lit. If you use it in the shower, as the kids are saying now. I don't have a bright light in my shower, so it's a little less lit, and you know, no cleanup right down the drain. We all have right that down one the drain. Call the, the bathroom plumber. that goes out. Too, yeah, like, no, I know. It also has the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer for your nostrils. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, it's not a, a good look. Guys, I mean, if you have the nose hairs and the, the ear hairs coming, it's just not a good look. Dean is not going to find and you. And they, they also help for the ladies, too, because Ash will definitely be using my nose hair trimmer for her eyebrows oh. and just to touch up things. It, oh, def oh, it definitely works. That, that thing helps. I mean, that that thing helps. Um, um, you also realize that it, humans do have nose hair. All yes, but sometimes it grows a little too out, out of control as you yeah, get older. And just... like women also have nose hair. Ah, the reason why it doesn't show is because they typically stay on top of it. But well, there you go. Right some gnarly women in the mountains, bro. I saw a lot of nose <laughs> hair. The crop, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver are exactly what they sound like. Your balls are literally tucked into your, uh, your boxers, your briefs, or whatever you decide to wear. They get nasty throughout the course of the day. Go use these products right now. Get 20% off free shipping. Code ChopSports at Manscaped.com. You're going to be walking around like McGregor, who scared you before. Uh, we have a cardboard cutout of McGregor, and it's almost scared him shitless. And no, it did. It didn't it almost. Did and I was the one that put it up. So I know. Figure. So you should know that. Um, let's see. I bought a Manscaped, and I'm now rich in my illustrious wig business. So meaning like. <laughs> That's gross. You know. That's disgusting, What movie AJ. is that from? Is that um? They gave the pube hair beard. Was that jackass? Was that yeah. also was that yeah, also on nasty. like uh the hangover for some reason? Was there any mm. type of men? I feel like I have pubes? seen that in a movie that was uh, Team America. America. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't no. seen that movie. You've so never seen I've Team never America. Seen that movie. I'm like oh, running wow. it back through my head. To say, I don't think it was that one. So uh, it wasn't that because Chris Payne is correcting my math. Uh he said there's not eight million testicles. See John Cruck. <laughs> so yes, there are people out there that have lost a nut, and I'm sorry for that. Um and maybe have lost both nuts. And I don't again, that sucks. I mean, but then, then you still how gotta keep you, them how they're you, there. How would you go about there. how would you go about shaving your yes, Chris? Sack. Thank you. How would you go about shaving your sack if you had no nuts? You would have to like pull it and stretch it. All right. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess do, that's do the, the uh, do the proverbial, do it. proverbial bat wing. <laughs> <laughs> <Dig brain. laughs> 
Oh, such a good movie. Waiting. You must have loved that movie. Like that's like right up your alley as far as like your career. Waiting. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, that was a great movie. Ryan yeah. Reynolds, the man. Um, anyway, welcome uh Allison Bradbury, Von Fayai. That is a bot. <laughs> that's a bot, I know. Uh Stimmy OG. He likes using uh the, the trimmer for the bottom of his feet. That's cool too. <laughs> Whatever works, bro. I mean, I listen. You, a bunch of hairy mother effers out there. So go ahead and fix Bro, yourself up. I made up. the same exact joke to Ashley the other day. I said, oh, I just got to shave my feet before we leave. And she was like, and like, she stopped for a second. She's like, are you serious? I was yeah. like, no. Yes. Yeah. And then you just hold your foot up like Rogers. Like when you just like showing him your big toe. <laughs> oh, Speaking of uh, Mr. Rogers, why don't my we bring buddy. him up? Uh, because there is a uh, no decision. Uh, we're all excited. There was a 120,000 people tuned into the Pat McAfee show yesterday to find out that Rogers gave away nothing, nada, not a damn iota of what he decided to do or will decide to do with the Green Bay Packers. I know I tuned in. I turned the damn thing on right away. I was like, I got to see this. Let's see what happens. And uh, he made it pretty apparent right away. Hey, no decision is going to be made. If you want to turn it off, turn it off. You know, if you don't want to listen to him speak. I have so many takeaways from this too. Yeah, no, there's a lot of takeaways. There's a lot of funny moments. And I'm going to say this right now. If you don't like Aaron Rodgers, the person, uh, then I just, I'm not, you're not, you, you don't vibe with me because it's just like, he's a dude's dude. He's a funny guy. He's very dry. And uh, I just think he's awesome. And yes, has he broke my heart on the football field? Multiple times. I yes. Can, I can understand why people will not like him. They'll take exception with the uh, the attention seeking, you want to call it. But look, these, he's a, he's a pro athlete. What do you think these guys are about? Of course he wants the attention. He could deflect that all he wants. Me personally, I, the way I see it is, he knows exactly what he wants to do right now. There's a couple things that are that are it hinges on. And I think that he's using whatever leverage he gained last year in the offseason into this season and whatever meetings he had with the team now. And he wants Randall Cobb back because I know if you look at the contract, Cobb is a cap casualty and he wants to see what happens with Devontae Adams. He came right out and said they have to franchise tag. You know, the franchise tag thing came out this week. And I know not everyone will be happy with it, but Rodgers is pretty much alluding to the fact that he wants him to tag Adams so there's an exclusive window for the Packers to negotiate. And if Adams comes back, then Rodgers will be back. There's almost a 0%. You think it's contingent on that? Completely? I, I, I don't think it's contingent on any of it. I think Rodgers is playing. That's what I think. Okay. I think um, the Packers understand that the window is small now with Rodgers. It could be a year-to-year thing. And Devontae Adams is a premier player in the league. While I don't agree with the contract and I don't necessarily like giving all that money to a wideout, you know, if it if it means keeping Rodgers in town, and we saw the news this morning where Kenny Clark restructured his contract, freeing up eleven million in cap for the Packers. There's still clear work to do in that regard. I do this think, is, but this is when the NFL teams are going to start yeah, doing some work. You're so going to start to see the work one. get done. Uh, Kenny Clark has a pretty much no guarantees going forward, but he's getting all of the money that he would have been paid in signing bonus money. So he's paid. He's taken care of. Uh, shout out to Kenny Clark for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that you're going to see Rodgers and Adams be like a dual news that they're both coming back to the Packers. But and then they can do the last dance. Thing. And then they could do the last dance <laughs> next year. There is some opinions coming in about a rod, uh, a Raj. I would say uh, Stephen Doucette coming in. I hope he stays. He doesn't like when OG players leave their teams. I don't think again, I think we're both on the same page. Yeah, if he doesn't play with bro, the Packers, he doesn't it would be play. it would be a, um, a one complete 180 if Rodgers right now came out and said. I'm going to play, just trade me. Because the way he's talking glowing, all the appreciation, and people want to talk shit. I mean, it was a little corny, his post. But have you ever ever done a – no, he wasn't. I found out what he was. So did the world. Um, Have you ever done a PK, bro? A Poncha (laughs) Karma? Which I haven't, but I'm sure as fuck about to. Basically, it's – By by the way, as soon as you said the word karma – 
Pa-pow! We lost oh, power. How you like that shit? Huh? huh? I'm pretty sure it was the Russians. Had All right. To do with uh, damn. What do we call it? Karma. What did I do? What did I do? Come <laughs> I removed the graph. What did I do? <laughs> what did I do that would deserve bad karma what in this case? Do? Just because I said Pancha Karma. Uh, does anybody know what Pancha Karma is now? I don't, but I would like to know. I didn't. Do Basically, it's a thing where you drink a bunch of weird shit and throw up and shit for 12 days straight so when aaron Rodgers was doing his mvp speech he apparently had to take a big shit because he was on it then because the 12-day thing yeah is that why you wore brown i don't know Eh, never know i don't know as we were talking about aaron Rodgers taking a dump i guess we can move off of the aaron Rodgers topic yeah so is there any graphics left yeah there is there's plenty it's just the one that we were using is gone that's weird is that weird? Is that weird to you? Yeah, it's it not is. There. Anyway, it is, but... moving on. MLB lockout, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of an update. Ski. Um, two, uh, two. Not really much of an update, but two days. They right. They... You haven't spoken about this in, in my two no. days. So, so we yeah. talked about it a little bit on Friday, and as as things were left on Friday, you you mentioned or you sent me a graphic, and it was the players basically talking shit. Yeah. They didn't really meet. The players said, you know, don't believe that it's an actual lockout. We're not, we're not, uh, it's not a strike. The players aren't trying to not play. They want to play. The owners are locking out the players. So to say that there's a work stoppage, it's, it's not necessarily, I mean, there is because they're not playing. They're not practicing. They're not at spring training, but to say that it's a work stoppage, it's, it kind of like makes it like the players are on strike. Really in this case, it's not that Um, the, the, they're a little closer. They, they managed to make some progress. They had multiple days of five or six hours of negotiating. And that's obviously uh, a step forward in terms of where we were for the first 46 days where they met for a total of six hours right. over the course of a month and a half. But as of now, we're still in a bad spot. We don't have baseball. Uh, tomorrow is the deadline as to where they're going to officially. Is it tomorrow? I thought it was Friday. Uh, or tomorrow or Friday. The okay. end of this week is the deadline. I think it is tomorrow. Maybe. Okay. Uh, the deadline as to where if they don't actually have things hammered out, that they're going to officially cancel some spring training games. I'm pretty sure not at the end of the point, world at this point, it's not the end of the world, but we were talking about having an accelerated off season and all things like that. The way I'm hearing it is that teams are still talking to players and the agents are still talking to teams. So it's not words. really tampering. It's just like, we're allowed to work. Well, the owners well, don't want to well, open what, up the What doors. exactly would you say is tampering when all bets are off? Like there is no, I never really understood. That, there is no the tampering there, thing. I would say that if anything, it's more or less, um, in bad faith with the union if you're going to negotiate currently with the teams to get a deal done not being in you know unified with your players but at the same time if you're a free agent you have a family to feed you have yeah. your future to look out for i would be doing these backdoor deals if possible and i think that's where all the news is coming out about the freddie freeman situation where they're saying that the very first shoe to fall as soon as they do this is freddie freeman is going to sign immediately with the yankees well, they're saying it's growing speculation that it will not be with the Braves. I don't know if there's another team in there, but I've been everything I've been hearing has been the Yankees. I'm with so it. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, look, it's just a bad look right now, and just hammer something out, man. This is like it's getting to the point where the players are literally going public and saying, like, well, it's not us. It's I them. Mean, it, you know, like, it, it is. They have their. They have their what they want. Uh, to say that the players fine. aren't at fault at all, I guess would be wrong. You can't. Because they you got to blame someone. You know, they are beefing, and they have yeah. some legitimate gripes, though. I think that, like I said, I compare the owners to, like, agreement? Is I, that compare, I compare again? the owners to, like, whatever big business you want to compare it to, big government, and the players are basically society in this case. Granted, it's a, it's a maybe a little skewed in terms of an um, analogy, <laughs> but it is true, though. 
you know, the owners have a long-term vision where the players have a small window to capitalize on their talent now. So, but with the same time, having an obligation to the future of the game to make sure you leave the game in good hands for the players of the future. Um, I don't think it's going to happen anytime within the next couple of weeks. So like I've been saying all along, I would say mid-May is my prediction. My prediction is based off of nothing. It's just my opinion. I don't think that they're going to let too many games go by because of the the negative impact that it'll have. But when they do I think get it's already going, had a significant when negative they, impact. When they do get going, though, um, I, I anticipate it being full force, fans back. Nobody's going to care. I want baseball back, right? You want baseball back. 100%. Baseball fans want the game back. They don't really care about this shit. If it, if it happens in mid-May, there may be people complaining. Do you, are, do you think there's people out there that are just like, this is like their last draw with baseball? Like, I'm done with it because of this shit. Like, yeah, we'll never watch might, another game. And I, I don't mean to be morbid when, when I say this, but if those people, and when I say long-term plan and, and fi- fixing the game and making changes that a lot of, of baseball, it. they're not part of the long-term plan anyway. Right. And I don't say that, but the same way with the MLB Hall of Fame voters and things like that, the fans of the game in 10 years aren't going to remember the strike. They're not going to give a shit. I mean, so, we, were, we referenced 94 a lot. Yeah, reference talking it, about but, this but kind this, of shit. I, I've watched a lot of baseball since 94. That's true. You know, it, if, if my team is good and baseball is interesting, I'm going to watch. You know, it's that simple. Even if my team isn't good, I'll find reasons why. I can't wait for fantasy baseball to come back. I can't wait for all these things. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not really worried about the state of the game when it comes back. Maybe Manfred is the, the, the main issue with the game, but at the same time, it's a hard job. Who are you going to really please? You can't please everybody. I guess you have to worry about pleasing the people that are paying you, and that's the owners. So, Scoop coming in, love billionaires and millionaires fighting over pennies. It's my favorite. Yeah, I mean that's where, that's where we're at. That's where oh, it seems yeah, that's, to be going. That's what, what that's life. Everywhere you go in life, that's what's going on. Yeah, right. But hopefully we get baseball back and soon because we are starving for for sports right now. And obviously, yes, there's hockey and there's basketball comes back tomorrow uh, with a full slate. Um, wait, no, not tomorrow. Friday with a full slate. But that's even better because I think Friday we're going to have Kyle and Toast. Is that right? Yeah. Toast in the building. Toast will be here. So that's it. A four-way dance uh, on Friday's show. So we're excited about that. Maybe get some free plays from Kyle. We'll see. Uh, But, yeah, so in any event, before we get into some of the highly debatable things, or at least, uh, uh, you know, definitely a topic that I know a lot of you guys are going to start just throwing names out there, and we'll do our best not to get distracted from that. Uh, But first – Dina's got something from Lilac and Sage Boutique. Ladies and gentlemen, Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned LEO spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. Be sure to check them out at lilacsageboutique.com and join their mailing list so you don't miss out on any new arrivals. Use promo code CHOP10 to receive 10% off your purchase. Thank you, Dina. LilacSageBoutique.com for all your uh, your women's clothing. Uh, they also ship all over the world. It's great. You know, like we have all these sponsors now that just ship all over the world, which is incredible. Um, yeah, Dina's got a nice Robin Quivers thing going on right now. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm already laying and he's Howard Stern. <laughs> I don't fuck with Howard Stern. You don't like Howard Stern? No, he's a- I, I liked Howard Stern pre- serious yeah like because when then, when he was still pushing the envelope because he was not allowed to say the crazy things right, but, then you but can say at anything the same now. time uh chalk howard stern up as one of the people that are uncancelable but will cancel people so i don't fuck with howard stern I and he had a lot of, of uh, disparaging 
disparaging things to say about my boyfriend Aaron Rodgers, so I'm not really a fan. <laughs> um, oh man, uh, I see. I like Howard Stern. I I I ran into him once. Tall as shit, by the way. I worked at Sirius XM, so I ran into him. He has his own elevator. I went to the wrong elevator once, and I was just like, hit the button, and they're like, "Sir, you can't be here." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And before I could even okay, doors open. Here's Howard Stern. Like, huh? I was like. <laughs> Howard I Stern. Got, I got like escort. Howard now. Stern I like, I has, here. has officially turned into pig vomit. He is now pig an vomit. NBC exec. Or WNBC. He's a piece of shit. Damn, my throat is really killing me right now. This sucks. Did you take that Zycam? I did take the Zycam. It's what happens. I love. Listen, I love more than anything else in the world family time. I do. I really do. It's my favorite thing in the world. But with that, you know, my daughter, my son, they don't go to daycare right now. Other kids go out, school, daycare. They bring their little germs home. Then they hang out with Stella over the weekend. Stella's got the runny nose going on there. Here, here I am with a sore throat. What's going on, guys? This is Sturch, and I got a question for you. Have you ever dreamt about flipping a house or buying an investment property? I know I have. There's a reason why house flipping is out of reach for most people, and that's because of a lack of information. Flipping made easy is for people like you who feel drawn to the world of house flipping, but they don't have a clue as to where to start. Check out FlippingMadeEasy.com. Here, you'll find comprehensive and easy-to-understand information about every stage of the house flipping process. You'll receive access to millions of houses ripe with flipping potential. Hundreds of expert guidance explained through research articles and easy-to-understand video content. And thousands of vendors for all of your house flipping needs. Subscribe to FlippingMadeEasy.com and become part of the flipping community. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOP, you'll receive a free t-shirt and a 30-day, that's right, 30-day money-back guarantee. That's FlippingMadeEasy.com. On record, J.J. Reddick came out. He's starting to become a little bit of a, of a personality, right? And I know a lot of guys, they, they, they like J.J. Reddick. And then there's a lot of guys that if you're not a Duke fan, you hate J.J. Reddick. He went out there on record and said, you know, one of the – the most important things to do as an athlete when you're on a team, you're shaking your head no. I'm annoyed. It's not nothing to do with what you're saying. It's just a graphics issue. Oh, okay. Because the other right. other graphics did get deleted now that I'm looking because I had a Zion one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. in any event, um, you can leave this one up because that's where we're about to go with it. But J.J. Reddick said, you know, you got to take care of your your, your body. You got to take care of this. You got to focus on your foot. He thinks Zion Williamson has done none of it, right? And he's went on record to say it. Zion Williamson is turning out to be one of the biggest busts in professional sports history. And you said it in pre when we were talking about this topic. You said that you never actually bought into the Zion hype. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that he's not a bust. But just looking at him, even in high school, it just looked like he was going to be uh, a little thick in the ass, we'll call it. He's just a little, <laughs> a little big bone for an NBA, the way the NBA is set up right now. If Zion played maybe 25 years ago, he would have been able to play the bully ball a little bit better. Um, although I think the NBA uh, big men would have matched up a little bit better against him at that time. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, man, like a guy like Zion, he doesn't have really an outside shot. Um, he's just a big – he's an undersized big man because he's not tall <laughs> enough to play down low. Payne says he weighs 317 pounds. Yeah. And that might be a real thing. That, that, no, that might be bullshit. I'm saying he might be 370 because <laughs> you look at a guy like boy. Luca. Luca and Zion are like the same height. Luca's like 270. You know, like you're you're not realizing how tall these guys are. So when you're six foot six, you don't have to be that thick to be two fifty. You know, you're six 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 seven. These guys are big dudes. And Zion is I'm six uh, one two fifty five to give you an idea. If you would you know if you would have seen uh, the the graphic I have of Zion, <laughs> he just looks like a fat slob. And I don't say that in a bad like I I have nothing against Zion. I actually feel bad for him. 
You know, like I don't want. I'm not. I don't know if there's anyone out there rooting against Zion. No, like, I want him to be a Nick. You know, I think he could be rejuvenated. Usually, when people get anointed as the next thing, um, immediately people will start hating. <laughs> yeah, future Nick. Yeah, Sorry. of course. I wonder With an if aging every, LeBron James. I wonder We're if everyone still wants in Zion in town. Um, remember, like there was like a week of when they made the trade for cam reddish mm -hmm. that it was like oh duke they're gonna have jj uh what's the other guy rj barrett rj barrett uh, cam reddish and they're gonna bring fat slob zion into town <laughs> and goddamn, he would have gotten booed out of new york so fast uh kyle coming in with a long stat here zion is only 21 years old an average of 27 points per game in 61 games he's played insanity to compare him to odin who wasn't performing in the nba i got odin as one of my biggest busts Odin was the number one pick in, in 07. He played 84 games in his career. That's one full season, technically, if you think yeah, about it. Two um, games over one full season. Now, I don't think it's necessarily unfair to compare the two, and I would say only because of the, the comparison between a John Morant and a, and a KD being picked at two right after Zion and Greg Odin. That's so, uh, yeah. So And, and also, look, oh, Zion's a young, young guy still. I'm not saying that it, it, just looking at him, it doesn't look like it's possible for him to fix things. Uh, the Pelicans are no longer promoting Zion as saw that. as a guy that they're willing to get you know sell season tickets to or for. Going into the season, it was all Zion, right? And even with the injury, they just basically lied to their fan base. Um, I think they kind of know known the whole time that Zion wasn't going to be ready for this season. And now the the new emails that went out trying to sell next season's season tickets. Is there's on? no part of Zion. You That's don't even see his name so get mentioned gone. at all. He's gone. Beyond gone. Yeah, he's but the thing is, do you really think there's a suitor out there right now that's going to give up? Yeah. Who? The New York Knicks. From what I'm seeing is The New that York Knicks only because I think that, that they're going to... From what I'm seeing from my sources, and I don't really have sources any sources at all, but all of these bullshit articles that I read you know, when I do my research is that the Pelicans have been low-key shopping Zion, and they're just not getting any offers because what are you going to do? To get a name like that, it's obviously – it's like – I'll compare it almost to like Tim Tebow where if you bring in Zion, you're going to deal with a lot. It's going to be a media circus because just the new – Anybody the next yeah, bring in Yeah, and, and just like the, the the writers in that region are going to are going to be salivating to get a piece of Zion even though he's not done anything in the NBA yet. Right. Um, the story is there. It'll be like a Tim Tebow situation where you're getting no talent. You're getting no production. Okay. But you have to deal with all this extra you, headache. Now we're talking about the biggest bus in, in, in pro sports history. You bring up Tebow. You feel like Tebow is a big bust? No, I, I, I He's really had some don't. success, right? Like, um, I think that when you look at a guy where he was picked, yeah, Tim Tebow was probably a bust because he was picked in the first round. Yeah, late first um, round, though. But the, First round pick. I know, I know. Quarterback first Trying round. Trying to make excuses for my boy, Tim. If you draft a quarterback in the first round, you're drafting him to be the starter of your team at some point or another. And Tim Tebow did win a playoff game. Yes, Shout he out did. To the, uh, Shout out to Damaris Thomas. Rest in peace. But I'm not going to put Tim Tebow near the top of the list of busts because I think largely throughout the NFL circles was that he wasn't really touted to be a great quarterback. It's just one team went ahead and, and – right. It's more like a leader and like yeah, a good locker room um, guy and all that. But stuff. like in terms of the guys that there are on the list, I would put Tim Tebow way down, way down on the list. All right. So I have to. So anyway, so I have a couple that I wrote down as far as bust. Uh, Jamarcus Russell. Well, there it is. Mark just yeah. brought it up. Jamarcus Russell, number one overall pick in two thousand and seven. Ryan Leaf, number two pick overall in ninety eight. Uh, those stand out to me. I, here's one that I think there's a debate for because he was kind of fun to watch for a little while. Vince Young, 
Do you feel like he was drafted number three overall, and now he's bankrupt? He's like not even. He's obviously out of football. Nobody ever talks yeah. about him anymore. But like, I felt like he rejuvenated the Titans' offense a little bit. No, like, no. You think it's a complete bust? Yeah, I okay. mean, he was the greatest college quarterback in history, arguably. You can make the case that like what Vince Young did in his college career, he he basically went in and beat up on USC single-handedly. And, and that was one of the greatest college football teams ever assembled with the USC team with Reggie Bush, Liner. Mm. You know, they had they were stacked. So yeah, Vince Young is definitely up there on the list. I I I just hard I find it hard, you know, who was who was Vince Young picked over that was successful? In that you know, draft, or yeah, that at, at that position, I, I have a I have a different criteria. I forget what year. In was. terms of finding who I think is the biggest bust, because there's a lot of guys, man, like Jamarcus Russell. That's cookie cutter. It's like the Ryan Leafs. That's easy. You yeah. know, it's. I would say guys like uh, RG three is almost a bigger bust than them because of other extenuating circumstances that surround the situation. Whereas like RG three was picked second overall, mm-hmm. and he didn't even get the starting job by year two. Granted, he was injured, and they dogged him in that situation he should have never been out there right but Kirk Cousins ends up winning the starting job and he was drafted in the same class you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so now it's like okay you picked a quarterback in the second round or whenever they pick. I think Cousins was second second round yeah and you have a guy in the first round that's no, not starting and he's playing backup quarterback for the guy you picked after him I think that's egregious you look at the Packers when they drafted Tony Mandrich in 89 Barry Sanders was on the board Deion Sanders was on the board there's nice. a, like the 1989 draft outside of Aikman who went first correct me if I'm 89 wrong, yeah right and then they went the one Packers, the, team, but. the Packers <laughs> well Aikman won three rings so the Packers took Tony Mandrich second and then look at the 1989 uh first round yeah it's a litter with Hall of Famers coming out in the uh the comments here there's uh Adam Morrison from Gonzaga if you remember him going back to basketball for a second that Gonzaga team was what made me like Gonzaga and get the Gonzaga hat and yeah. like lock on to Gonzaga which is by the way Toast's squad right yeah so Adam like Morrison's Adam Morrison was that dude bro but I feel like the, he was the only one with a mustache with the NBA <laughs> I'm gonna say the biggest bust that I could think of in my lifetime was probably Darko has to be okay what about Jay Williams Jay Motorcycle Williams. We had this problem no, yesterday. I mean, like injury, we couldn't determine yeah. which one was which. <laughs> injuries, injuries, um, freak injuries off the court. I find that hard to, you know. Jay Williams was on his way to being. You're a, a North Carolina player. guy, right? Hansborough. Oh, he was never supposed to be good. Oh no, no I, I kind of. No, he's a. I bought pure it college, like a little bit. Pure college guy, Christian Leitner. Oof. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, Anand Ashar coming in saying Zach Wilson. They determining that he's a bust already. No, that's too quick. Way that's too, too quick. soon. Way too way soon. Way too soon. You, I could, think you could say Baker, maybe. <sighs> See, it sucks, man. Because when Baker is on, bro, I think Baker is money. I think. Speaking of money, Johnny Manziel, one of the biggest busts ever, right? Mm-hmm. But like Baker Mayfield, I feel like it's weird. These this new dynamic of, of, and I've said this plenty of times on this show that like when these guys are uh, in a bad mood. It becomes like, I can't get it done. You know, Murray and and Lamar Jackson and all these guys. uh, Baker Mayfield, one of them. But when he's on, I feel like that dude is on. And he's a gamer. He played with shoulder injuries. He's like, so I don't consider him a bust yet. He was picked first overall. I'm well aware. Who was in that draft class? Saquon Barkley, Sam Darnold. All same thing. Same draft. Was that the Josh Allen? So that's what I'm saying. It's like now we can make the case even more. All right, I have a bigger one for Mm -hmm. you. Mitch Trubisky. He was picked second overall. They well, traded, they traded up, they to, traded get up him, to get yeah. him, and they didn't trade up to get Pat Mahomes. And I think Pat Mahomes was probably picked in the pick or after the pick that they originally had to begin with. 
Right. So that's a bad one. That's for you, Jamie. So everybody, everybody at the Bobcats drafted is a bust. <laughs> so that's I would coming like to in. add an honorable mention bust all time bust um, me, because at one point I was going to be starting shortstop for the Yankees and <laughs> the first white cornerback to ever play for the Packers. And I'm neither Damn. of those things right now. Oh, so and now you're just a I'm professional a amateur failure. snowboarder. <laughs> so right? Every Jacksonville quarterback, according to Scoop, is a bust. Uh, Maurice Claret. Good one. That was a really good one. He was supposed to be something special. Special. Uh, I wrote down Lawrence Phillips and Kajana Carter. Lawrence Phillips killed somebody, and then I think he got killed. Um, Kajana Carter was Kajana was, Carter, number one overall. He was hurt in the preseason. Ready for this? Hurt in the preseason in his rookie year. Number one overall in 95. He rushed for 1,144 yards over seven seasons. <laughs> you talk <laughs> about somebody who just never got it going. Yeah. Kajana Carter is one of those guys. He was one of, my one of my favorite college football players ever, Kajana Carter. Achilles Smith. Bengals just offer, right? I mean, they're in 99, he's the number three overall pick. They didn't land there either. There's so many, uh, so many. Uh, Kyle coming in. I don't know if anybody ever beat Anthony Bennett. First overall pick in 2013. Uh, no injuries, excuses. Yeah, that's, just I, I compare Zion to Anthony Bennett. I say that all the time. He just reminds me of him. And that's what I thought of when I first saw him when he was like a sophomore in high school. I was like, he looks like he's going to be huge, like fat huge. And <laughs> he is fat huge. Uh, scoop coming in. David Carr, uh, definitely. Uh, he definitely set records for most times being sacked as a rookie. Yeah, I would but say. But he beat the Cowboys I would, in his first game I would ever. Say so that, that I would say that that's kind of unfair as well. He was in the worst situation ever. They still haven't fixed it in Houston. So. Back to NBA, Kwame Brown. Bobby Brown. Yeah, he's one of them. Uh, Scoop, it's funny. I, I said this guy out loud, Charles Rogers. I was like, I think the biggest claim to fame with him was like, he got on like the Madden commercial in 03, and that was it. Like, no, but the, I think that's when the Lions drafted like a receiver in the first round for the like the three years in a row. And that was when I believe Megatron was one of them. No, that's no. too early. I mean, that's too late. Um, it was Roy Williams. Roy, which Cowboys gave up two first round picks for him. Good Lord. So that was actually probably the Lions' best draft pick outside of Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford because they, they drafted Roy Williams and turned it into two picks. Is it too early to say Sam Darnold's a bust? Chris Payne coming in with that. I mean, it, that's the it's, Jets' pain coming out It's not out too him. early. But here's the thing. It's like, yes, guys are busts. But I don't think that when Sam Darnold was picked by the Jets, there wasn't like 100% happiness. <laughs> People were like a little apprehensive about it. There's skeptic skepticism surrounding those picks. To me, the biggest bust is like this is a can't miss or or a guy like Darko being picked over a Wade and a Carmelo and a Bosch. You know, so it's like you're taking this guy over these like surefire Hall you're of Famers. You're sticking with that, motherfucker. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anon came in saying he hate me. Well, I mean, he got the good uh, press with the XFL. Uh, Rod Smart, I believe his name is. I think he signed with the Eagles, which is, by the way, your first mistake. Secondly, I think he was just uh, a kick returner for a little while. Who do you, think, who do you think will be the biggest bust of the inaugural inaugural USFL draft? That I mean, we just that, that just did go place. down. I forgot all about this actually That's before why I brought it up. Good call. Uh, the USFL draft happened last night too. And we'll, we'll get back to bust in a second, um, but uh, I do want to shout out one guy, Tyler Catalina. He's an offensive tackle, played for the Redskins. He's the brother of Tony Catalina who is uh, on my first and 10 podcast on blogging the boys. So his brother gets drafted last night as I believe the sixth, sixth or seventh or eighth. One of those in that range of tackles taken in the USFL. I did also speak to the New Jersey generals quarterback, Ben Holmes. He will be on the podcast in the future dates. I also spoke with Justin Hines, by the way, uh, last night, uh, the new bears defense assistant defensive line coach, former Woodbridge Baron will be joining the podcast as well. So that's a couple of things I wanted to say about the USFL. As far as busts are concerned, the biggest bust of the USFL will be 
Paxton Lynch. <laughs> That's what I think. Paxton Lynch. I remember being in, in that draft with, with Dak 2016. And I know Jerry Jones was like, we got to trade up. We got to trade up. We got to get this Paxton Lynch guy. He's going to be something special. And I'm, and I was on board. I was like, we got to get up. We got to get Pat. We got to get somebody for Romo. He's coming out to, you know, the end of his career. And then they trade, they, they passed up on him. And I'm like, well now what? And then they drafted a guy named Dak Prescott in the fourth round. I think the rest is history. I think I'm okay. But now Paxton Lynch gets drafted last night. Paxton Lynch joins my biggest bust. He was not biggest bust, but he was he was touted to be good. Uh, he got special by going Denver. What did he get drafted yes. by Denver? Yes. So and Denver has just completely dropped the ball with quarterbacks. They did. They just John Elway of all people <laughs> can't get it right with quarterbacks. John uh, Joey Harrington. Holy John Elway's shit. hammered every time. Right. Time, so. He was hammered when they interviewed uh, Tor- uh Flores. <laughs> um, Mitch made the playoffs. Oh. Mitch Trubisky, Brandon Taylor came and said, Mitch made the playoffs. So does that make him a bust? You take him out of the bust category? Yeah, Rex Grossman made a Super Bowl. What <laughs> <laughs> fuck is your point? <laughs> Hawaii Mike, Josh Rosen. Boy, oh boy. I could have called this from miles and miles away because when this kid, when this kid was drafted, he was touted as the one that said, if football don't work out for me, I'm fine. He said that. He went on record. Like, well, he comes from a rich family. So he's fine. So I guess he's fine because football did not work out for him. But like Actually, I said, dude, I, I don't somehow. think Josh Rosen's a big bust. I think he's just a terrible pick. You know, like there's okay. So there's, there's a massive bad, difference. There's bad picks and there's and then there's busts. And busts is when it's like everyone thinks you're going to be good and you're not good. And there's just all this hype. But I, when when people re, like is Daniel Jones a bust? No, Soon honestly, to be. <laughs> he's like a third round pick. If he was a backup quarterback, you're like, oh, he carved out a nice solid career for himself. For him, good on him because he's getting paid like a first rounder right now. So if it doesn't work out, at least he's, he's rich. He's not getting paid like a first rounder. He's getting paid as a first, as a rounder. first rounder. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's no like he's getting paid. Uh, the Joey Harrington. This is the second time that I've seen that name. That's so funny, bro. He was such a. I think he was the third overall pick uh, in the draft. Uh, I forget what year it was, but boy, man, they he sucked too. Matt Leinert's on my list. Tim Couch is on my list. Um, did Rick Meyer get picked above Drew Bledsoe? Rick Meyer's on my list, right? Dude, here's here's hockey. Uh, and you ready for this? Rick DiPietro. A yeah. lot of hype behind that yeah, guy. That, that, that's a terrible bust. Uh, bust, yes, but now a successful radio host in New York. So he's doing fine in his uh, his new career. He's, he's getting paid in, I think, for the next five years. <laughs> so he's yeah, got we, a nice we, little we contract. got an RG3 mention. I mentioned RD, RG3 earlier, and he actually made the um, the thumbnail today. Yeah. Because uh, I do think RG3. Marcus Mariota. Yeah. But, uh, but he's, like he's carved himself I, out I, of role I, in, yeah. in Oakland. But uh, he was picked Vegas. second overall. So wasn't he picked second overall behind? Was it Andrew Luck? No, it wasn't Andrew Luck. Same draft was, as Luck. No, no, nope. I don't know. I don't. God remember. damn it! It's okay. God damn. It. Oh, Brian Bosworth. I, I did. I don't know why I didn't say him. He's literally right here. I'm like almost starred on my list. Bosworth was touted to be one of the greatest linebackers maybe to ever play the game, and then everybody knows that one moment. You know, Bosworth and Bo Jackson. Oh, Jackson. Is he a bust? Technically? I mean, think about it. He didn't do much. He did much. He, I mean, he did like, much, he but he's a multi-sport guy. He, yeah, so he was an all-star in baseball. But overall, like, mm. I don't know. I, I know. think he's he's fenced. No. I don't know. I don't he's know. definitely not a bust. He had success. He was good. He got injured. Um, Henry Ruggs. I mean, Henry Ruggs also killed a man, so he's definitely bust. a bust. Yeah. yeah, so officially, because he will not play again, I would think right I mean, martin grammatica automatic or grammatic are you nuts you former cowboys kicker automatic or grammatica kicked the game-winning field goal when i was at fox and hound blitzed at fox and hound drove home 
blitzed, got beat up by my dad and my brother. <laughs> that was a fun night. But I always remember Gramatica kicked that game-winning kick for me to take all those shots. Worst was- DraftKings commercial, by the way. Oh, not, yes. When they Draft did Kings? the Gramatica. So, yes, Mariota was picked behind Jameis. Jameis. Is Jameis Winston a bust? No, I think Jameis Winston yeah, I mean, he's is the starting caliber starter. quarterback in the league still. Okay. There's no way you're telling me that there's 25 guys better than Jameis Winston right now. No mm. way. Well, who's 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 worse than Jameis Winston? I'll, I'll pitch that to you. Right um, now, who's worse than Jameis Winston? Honestly, that that's that's tough. Okay, so Carson Wentz. Uh, you think Carson Wentz is worse than James yes, Winston? Yes, yeah? I do. Yeah. I mean, that warms my heart. I do. <laughs> like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. I think Jalen Hurts is worse. I think Whoa! Whoever the Washington football team. Jalen Hurts this yeah, year. Yeah, but, but I I, I th- feel like Jameis Winston's better. Okay. It's, I like it. Jalen like Hurts it. has potential to pass him and be better, but right now, no way. Um, Even Mac Jones isn't as good as Jameis Winston. If you put Jameis Winston on the Patriots, they're a better team, I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Carson Palmer here's an interesting one. Bust? I don't no, know. I no. think he played great. He just couldn't get over the playoff hump. That Bengals team, all those Bengals teams from 91 on, like, never won a playoff game. I mean, that's not him. That could be on Marvin Lewis. That could be on a bunch of factors. I I'm think trying Carson to think Palmer of, like, good. MMA busts. Who Davis Mills. Brock. Brock what? Bust in MMA? Bro, he's a heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, gift wrap. Get the fuck Gift wrapped? Stop. No he beat Randy Couture. Couture. Randy Couture was 11 years older than I am now. All right, and he had to fight it. Juiced up Brock. Brock, come on, stop it. You gotta stop your shit. Stop, Dave. (sighs) Want me to give you a fucking heavyweight title too? Just give it to you because that's. I mean, I'll take a heavyweight title. Sure. Stop. Sure. You know what I found out uh, while you've been gone? Since there's been so many things happening. While you've been gone, I drink coffee now. (laughs) Uh, I'm a I'm a grown man. I'm a grown adult now, right? Uh, I found out Tommy D uh, actually was it like an MMA fight, like in training. Are you about to debunk this? Because so, like, he took he go. took jujitsu class. Class is he said like yes. for a long, long so time. So Tommy definitely will choke somebody out. We'll give him that. But pump the brakes, Tommy. I know you're in this fucking chat right now. There is no. <laughs> he sent me a. He, he sent me like a flip phone picture. Tommy, last Tommy night. never like, made. Tommy, it is me. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Did you make weight? Did you ever have to cut weight? Did you ever enter it? No. And I don't think that he's embellishing in that regard. I think maybe you're doing the embellishing here by saying that he was a fighter. I'll kick the fucking shit out of Tommy right now. <laughs> All right. He'll dominate him. Stop. He'll, do- he'll dominate. I'll dominate. Stop. Can we make this happen? Can we make that shirt happen? I'll dominate. Uh, I'll I just dominate. want that. I'll dominate. I That's that, the Chris Bruce shirt. But um, no, Tommy definitely will, like I said, he will choke you out. Maybe not you particularly, like because you guys are friends, but like if if things happen. <laughs> well, last time we had yeah, a conversation about people choking happen, people out around if here. If things happen to go, yeah, hostile. I know, I know. Let's go, Gooch. Tommy oh, he wants, wants to fight. go. He wants to Damn, go, bro. bro. Tommy D. I'm over here. You Pete. know what? I I pumped my brakes on on saying Tommy will choke somebody out. Tommy's a pussy. He definitely won't <laughs> choke anybody out. I'm trying to be nice here because I was just bashing the guy. Gooch is back. Tommy, fire. I'm going to do push-ups after this. Rev oh, versus we Gooch. Love you, Tommy. Who's Rev? Oh, the Rev. Rev Tommy. Rev Tommy. Okay, yeah. Slap you back to hell, bro. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Slap you back to hell. The Reverend. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, the only guy that. Oh, that's so funny. The guy that was named Lucifer in my backyard fed guy sucked. That had to have been Tommy D, who called himself Lucifer. You loser, bro. <laughs> you loser. Come on. Oh, man. We're ganging up on Tommy now. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, so anyway. Those are the busts, I think. I mean, there's been a lot of other ones. Mr. Giuliani Drip himself. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's terrible. Absolutely awful. Sports, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love Tommy D. And, uh, you know, if you want to check out the Chop Heads Combat Sports podcast that's available now, we go over the Elimination Chamber. So if you guys are wrestling fans out there, which I know a lot of you guys are, you're closet fans, you don't like to talk about it, it's not going to take your man card away, guys. You can actually openly admit that you like professional wrestling. Okay, that's allowed. It's it's fine. For Christ's sakes, there's a professional, a former professional wrestler, not only sitting right here in the studio, but there's one in the chat as well. Chris Payne. He's responsible for my uh, 18th concussion as a wrestler. <laughs> Damn, Hawaii Mike's not wrong. My what? Uh, the the chop sports pecue. Yeah. I have a little circuit going on. I got to fight Tommy. <laughs> right, I have to go first takedown with Paz to start the entire event. Wow, off. That, that ought to start. Beat over. the shit out of you guys in tennis. And oh, I was then... gonna say you're fighting me now. You got no, a busy no, no, summer no, no. coming. Tennis, tennis, tennis. No tennis, tennis. Yeah, today we already said it. Um, we, me and Scoop said it yesterday that if we were gonna play you in tennis, today would be the day. Like like you're sore, you're banged up. I have a bruised booty. This is you have a bruised <laughs> booty hole, and and now this is a good time to play tennis and, and smoke you in there. Last thing's millage. Ken Palman coming in, so he beat the hell out of Mir. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's talking about Brock too. Definitely beat the hell out of Mir after he lost to the heel hook, but that beat the shit out of him, and then flipped him off afterwards and told everybody he was going to drink Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, Prusada beat the shit out of nobody. Bruised butt crack. Did you break your coccyx, bro? How that- many, How many? Um, what do you think Brock's testosterone levels were during the second mirror fight? Uh, Probably through the roof. Yeah, they uh, might as well fought well <laughs> <fall, laughs> in Japan <laughs> or Russia. Did you see how these crazy Russian... I mean, I know that we're not supposed to be talking good about Russia. Don't do that. But... Uh, the Russian MMA is just a wild, a wild fucking scene. They can't have a press conference without three guys getting knocked out cold. How do they even put on <laughs> cards at this point? It's like it, it's like pro wrestling when they try to have a contract signing. No, it's always no, somebody goes to the no, table. but it's not. It's not even like it's fake. And the craziest part about this is, is why, like, I feel like Russia is like a terrifying place, is because there's an all-out brawl, right? And you'll see a guy like on his phone, not even look. It's like this guy just knocked your boy just out another with a five piece in a stare down, and you just sit there. It's like, is it? I feel like it, it's like part of it has to be staged, but everyone knows it, everyone's in on it except for the guy that gets knocked unconscious. <laughs> Biggest bust in wrestling, destruction, and then Chris Payne, too. <laughs> Chris, that bro. is legendary. Chris, bro, uh, Chris had so much promise, and then he just, I don't know. You know why? You know what it was? He was too busy. I'll tell you right now what it was, and I'll look you dead in the face, Chris. The reason why Chris Payne didn't. Oh, I feel like this is also going to be added to the Chop Sports BQ circuit. If you're talking a professional shit, wrestling match, I feel like you're cutting Me a promo. Payne? I feel like you're cutting a promo Ooh, right now. I like okay. it. Chris, you said, I'm going to say this to your boots face. and your tassels ready, brother. Uh oh. <laughs> when I tell you this, Chris Payne, it was he was talking about bruised really... booty holes. You're talking about fucking boots and tassels <laughs> and pro Bro, wrestling. Oh, Scoobaloo, Broder's Clay. Nah, he's actually, uh, he's re- isn't he a personality now on like Fox News and shit? Doesn't he know shit or whatever? Anyway, Chris Payne, back to Chris Payne for a second. Chris Payne had the look, he had the skills, he just spent too much goddamn time and money on new gear. Every time this guy had a match, he had to spend money and focus on, how do I look, bro? I could probably have, relate to oh, that. Oh, yeah, bro. I, bro, bro, spend, bro. I spend for no reason, and like that's oh, how we was, have 90% of the equipment gear we have. I, I can't imagine when he shows his son, like, hey, this is dad's old gear. Like, dad, why is it an entire trunk full of trunks? And boot tassels, by the way. That was his debut match. He wore tassels like the Ultimate Warrior. That's hot. Don't ever let you forget that. That was one of your biggest. 
And I, I want to comment on Chris Payne's comment about Frank Mir being on the sauce for a couple of years too. It's like, yeah, if you, get, if you get mauled by a steroid bear, then usually what you do is like, what did, what did he do? Then you take steroids and you try and become a less uh, big steroid bear. <laughs> He's I laughing at legit sure. knockouts at the press conference and nobody flinches. It's so true <laughs> so though. Funny. Bro, that's hilarious. And then they let these poor guys fight the next day. <laughs> It's like somebody has to save these guys from themselves at this point because they got their entire team that didn't even budge when they got knocked unconscious, and they're, like, coaching them the next day to go out there and fight. <laughs> it's insane. It's like, no, I just fought. I lost. <laughs> I'm not fighting him again. Nope. Next. Who's not going to happen. Oh, man. Well, it's been good to have Gooch back in the building. Uh, it's been uh, a great show here. We always like slandering uh, the biggest bust in, <laughs> in pro sports history. That ought to get us uh, the likes and the views. But as you're watching this, please be sure to like the video, please, and subscribe to the channel. We are growing. We're at like 718 right now, which, by the way, we're at 720. So two of you mother effers decided to back out. Not cool, guys. Not cool. I'll find. I'll send Chris Payne after your ass. <laughs> I did a or Tommy D I did for that extensive matter. research on why our our numbers numbers might diminish, and it's the same as every other social media bots. Uh, bots yeah yep okay yeah that's what i'm going to tell myself bot just so i don't mad. because if i lose a subscriber and i feel like it's something like it's not a bot i have to tell myself it was a bot otherwise i'll have to find this person and ask him directly like bro what did we do wrong? yeah what did we do because i'm, do so, do I'm so worried what people think of me monday for someone that acts <laughs> like i don't care i care way too much monday through friday 11 o'clock set your alarm set the little hit the little bell thingy so you're notified uh that we go live each and every day of the week uh, of the week and uh yeah man this has been another great show so of course thank you guys for listening please be sure like i said Follow us on all the social medias at Chop Sports Media. Uh, brand new Jersey Boys podcast, by the way, just dropped. Uh, I, I think it's one of our better podcast episodes. I brought in Nick Ralston, the fullback of the Dallas Cowboys. Not a former, not a not a future. He is currently on the roster right now. In fact, which was funny, he won't mind me saying this if he's watching. Um, he, he had a lot of technical difficulties, right? And he, he couldn't couldn't get the Wi-Fi right. Couldn't hear us. It was I even told Who, Dina. Wait, I wasn't paying attention. Who? Who? Just say who? Nick Ralston. Okay. My guest. Anyway, so it, it was hard. I was trying to get him, uh, you know, his connection was bad, blah, blah, blah. I even came out to the studio, right? I came out yeah. in the hallway. I told Dean, I was like, it's been 40 minutes and we haven't started yet. So <laughs> it was rough, but we got started and he had like a virtual brick background, very similar to what Jimmy does, right? So at the end of it, I was like, I was like, so you got service. He's like, yeah, I'm at the star. I'm like, that's so cool. Like he went to his practice facility just to do the interview because he knows the Wi-Fi is good there. You know, AT&T awesome. Stadium. So, of course, all the stuff, they're probably sponsored out the ass by AT&T. And then he took the brick background down and he gave us like a little virtual tour of the practice facility, which is dope. So check out that episode. Nick Ralston joins myself and Brett Ernst of uh, Cobra Kai fame. Uh, he doesn't like when I say that, but I don't really care. <laughs> He doesn't listen to the show anyway. So he told me, actually, he invited me and Nick out to Vegas on March 5th. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but he did say for me to go down to Philly uh, March 3rd. Uh, Brett will be in York, Pennsylvania for his stand-up tour. And he said that he's going to eat like a king. So he invited me. And I'm like, am I, am I like, is it pizza? Because if it's not pizza, I'm not going. <laughs> like, oh, cheesesteaks. I'm not eating cheesesteaks. But anyway. Oh, they, we, we had a power outage for six minutes. So we owe them six <laughs> minutes, apparently. <laughs> 
I've like I've been holding in a fart for the last forty minutes, so I'm sure it could last six minutes if I just let it out slow. Oh my god! The pet. Oh, I almost looked at. I looked real quick, and I just saw Ashley come in. It says depends, and I'm like, well, no, um, no. That she's talking about me not caring or caring. About, oh, it depends. Like, on I don't care, is. but I care. She's like, it depends on the situation. She situation. She knows me so well. Oh God. Oh. God. Anyway, uh, let's see. Over Overeem and Pride, he peeks and tail traps. Unlike the whole urine. Yeah, asshole. he used to eat fucking. No, horse first meat. of all, what about Overeem and Pride? He had peaks and a hill for traps. Unlike Sturge, people get on me about the traps. Look, man, I can't help genetics. Okay, my traps. And are honestly, boulders. honestly, it was more like it was more like Overeem in the UFC pre Usada because in Pride he was still fighting at middleweight and light heavyweight. It was when he left pride and went to k1 that he started really juicing and then came over to the ufc and it was like mm. they literally created him in a lab Are we uh, trying to fight here? An yeah anand came in just so you know anand uh there will more than likely be a little bit of a watch party here on march 5th so if you're a patreon member which by the way patreon.com backslash chop sports if you're a patreon member a dynasty member the ten dollars a month Come on down to the studio and watch the fights with us. We'll have some beers. We'll have some food. Might even go live on Facebook. Just what, some wait, what day is this? March That's the Colby, uh, Colby Covington Street Juice. I'll probably fight. get here right, so right for the main event, but I will come. What, you got something going on? Is it a Saturday? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Are you, I mean, you can just take off. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's been pretty easy for you, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, that's why I have no money. But <laughs> well, sure. listen, Fuck it. I mean, we're a small business, right? This is why you got to go to patreon.com backslash chop sports, help out chop sports, and of course, chopsports.shop for all of our merchandise, rep the brand, spread the word. And we really, really appreciate that. That's how we're getting out there. Uh, we definitely, again, we thank our sponsors, Lilac and Sage Boutique, and of course, Manscaped for being a part of us. They have some trust in us right now. And of course, absolute eyewear keep coming back for more so we appreciate everybody and all the support so if you know anybody small business that wants to advertise with chop sports send them my way so uh neither has dave he just goes for the lighting and pictures i haven't been to a gym in five years uh yeah no i mean that's i haven't been in a week i haven't been to a gym in a week uh, i've had some personal uh physical ailments meaning i'm just beat to shit and i needed a break so i just took a break off the gym i'll be back on friday but in any event uh, according to your BMI, Scoop is obese. Yeah, I mean, I saw you yesterday. I mean, he's he's like skinny fat. I'm going to let Scoop borrow my manscape, I think. No. Wait, that's not going to happen, actually, the more I think about it. But, Scoop, Scoop maybe you should order off. one 20% off, yeah, bro. Yeah, man, Chop Sports, check out. Everybody looking, here. That beard was I'm looking a little pain. grizzly I'm talking, anon. I'm talking all you dudes out here watching right now as we're ending this show. Mark. I'm talking Sam Grasso. Have you ever I'm talking shaved you. your balls with ceramic? Tommy D. If you haven't, then now is the time. Tommy Lawnmower, D thought he was getting something. Lawnmower 4.0. Tommy, they, did not, they free, did not so. give um, hair dye out in the in the <laughs> 4.0 performance package, but we will email them and say, hey, if you guys have anything for my boy's sideburns, so we yeah, did that. Yeah, he the last time he did today. it, there was sweat drips of black he hair dye. the Giuliani going on. That was uh, <laughs> pretty funny. All right, we're really getting out of here. We got work to do for Sturge and Gooch. And, of course, Dina, thank you for producing. A4 in the house as well. Thank you for doing everything that you've been doing this whole time. So, um, also, sorry about the power outage. We appreciate you guys sticking with us. That's how we know we have loyal people that decide to come back for more, and, and we really appreciate that. So, we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Thursday Thursday. I think I'm going to make a post today. Like a social media post? Like I'm going to post on social media today.